welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me today, I have Emily. Hello. Nicole. What's up? And Justin. Heyo. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I name a village idiot who must do the recap next episode, and wouldn't you know it, last week's village idiot was yours truly. Again, two weeks in a row, y'all. He just wants that crown. I want that crown. I gotta have it. I had a taste of it in season one. I gotta have it. So yeah, last week, our heroes, anti-heroes, bounty hunters, our in-betweezen characters found themselves on the hunt for a spider yet again. But before they did that, hunted the spider, they went and got scolded by the silver mantle that sent them on the quest to apprehend a spider. There was a lot of back and forth, a lot of yelling, a lot of name calling. People weren't happy. They were trying to come clean, but then let the Silver Mantle know that they had uncovered some shadowy organization. And then they went and tried to actually kill the spider at the behest of the Order of Alterations job board. And they they went to try and kill the spider. And it ran around the shade and bumped into a mushroom, turned into a phase spider, and that's what happened. And then Emily, Nicole, and Justin took real-life psychic damage. Yep, you took real-life psychic damage because I made you do something you didn't want to do. Because that was horrible. But you all said, wow. When I revealed at the end of last episode that this phase spider was the one you all fought in season one, episode like 10. And now I'm trying to figure out, is did it become a phase spider because Shade Ripper was lodged in its body and now it's like kind of malfunctioning almost? Is that like what's happening to it? Well, we haven't gotten that far yet because <laughs> the spider just ran off. Um, so you all find yourselves in the shade outside of the spider silk warehouse. The brood mother has just bumped into this uh, electric mushroom and has just run away. What would you all like to do? Follow it? I don't know. Like, go after it, and to the best of my ability, I understand it's phasing. Yes, it is just vanished, and the Shade Ripper clattered to the ground, remember? Oh. Oh, so the, it wasn't in it. I okay. feel like the first thing I would do would be to try to, I would run over to where it disappeared, grab my Shade Ripper, and try to rip a hole to where it went. Like, I'll see if that works. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pick up my knife. Okay. Tora, when you pick up your Shade Ripper, you see the pommel where it had lit up with the quest. You see that light fade out, and you hear in your head the voice of someone you have not heard before, and it's a man's voice, and you hear them say, You've done well. Come back to the Enclave. Cool, cool. Let's go. Let's go back to the Enclave. Fuck this. Hate this. Okay. You... Maxine immediately turns on her heel and she's like, we did it, we did it, okay, mm-hmm, we're you, done. You don't hear that. Okay. Maxine didn't <laughs> hear any of that. Only though. Tora I, heard it. I assume Tora would tell us. Well, that hasn't been said oh yet. Oh my god. You rip a hole in the shade to the material plane and you see in the distance a large electric blue and white spider running off towards the south. Okay. On the material plane. Got it. And then you see it vanish 
into thin air. Okay. Tora, you want to tell us something? <laughs> That's not how Dungeons and Dragons work. This is Emily talking to Nicole. <laughs> yeah, so I just heard something in my head that said we did a good job and we should go back to the Enclave. I'm going to turn around and grab the knife so I can look at the pommel of it. The pommel has gone dark. Okay. Uh, can I have my knife I, back? <laughs> yeah, I hand it back and I'm like, okay, well, clearly this, whatever we've done to this spider was enough. And we know it's not dead. And that's okay with me. So let's go back to the Enclave and figure out what we do next and see if we can figure out who gave us this task. Yeah, I want to know whose voice I just heard in my head because that was weird. Maxine goes over to Tora and holds her face in her hands and looks very carefully and is like, think about that voice. Do not forget that voice. That is the only clue we have right now. From here until we get to the Enclave, just replay that message in your head as best you can. You got it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I let go of her face. <laughs> Pax, what are you doing when all this is happening? Just watching this? <laughs> yeah, I'm just watching this unfold, feeling like shit because I just injured this creature that I didn't want to injure in the first place. And I thought it was going to die harmlessly or quickly and now it's just in pain running from running for its life basically well yeah but the knife fell out of it and it's running away it's fine it's still alive it'll heal you don't know that it's in pain or you don't know if it's in pain is what i should say i don't remember if we in season one episode whatever with the spider if we killed it or not i think it disappeared before we could i think it did too and now I remember the name of the spot, the the episode. It was uh, the do 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 the baby spider do 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 do. That's right. Yep, that's right. That's, <laughs> uh, I forced Justin to make that the name of the episode because I thought it was hilarious. That's funny. Baby spider do 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 do. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, let's go to the yeah. Enclave. Let's head back to the enclave. So I'm assuming that you're not going to travel in the shade. There are a bunch of spooky noises and nah. all that. And you can't see. Nope. So you hop back over to the material plane. You get yourselves a cart and you, or a carriage, whatever. The finest carriage. The finest carriage you can see within five minutes of you. And you head back to the enclave. You uh, do the whole shade ripper thing on the outside in Lux and head right back on in. Go the hundreds of feet. Do you all talk about anything? You just ride in silence. I am very silent. Don't want to talk about what's just happened? I feel like I took a nap. Like, I just needed a nap. That was a lot for me, even though I wasn't doing anything. Like, just knowing what was going on to this poor animal. Like, I just... I am emotionally spent. I have no more spoons. Just checked right on out. I think Maxine is, um... Appears on the surface unfazed by everything that happened, but she's definitely shook, shook up and she does not like what just happened at all. I'm going to say she's like sitting in the carriage, just kind of staring at a book, but not reading it kind of situation and just kind of replaying what the fuck just happened. Uh, you're doing what all theater kids do when they're told to read a book on stage and you just look at the book and turn the pages every once in a while. Exactly. I have my arms and legs crossed, and I'm just staring out the window of the carriage. 
All right. So it's a quiet ride, kind of tense. <laughs> Nicole, do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my noise. <laughs> so you find yourselves back in the enclave. You head back to the tavern, or are you trying to go somewhere else? You, you're going back to the tavern where you got the job? Yeah, I'd imagine. Probably for the best. I don't know where else we're supposed to go. Yep. This is the first job you've completed for the Order of Alteration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you head back to the tavern. As soon as you walk in, the innkeep, uh, it's a different one this time. Mm. You think, you know, everyone is beshrouded and becowled and, and such. You hear the, the voice of a woman this time. The last innkeep was a man, you think. Mm-hmm. She says, so I was told to give you this. And she slides a pouch over to you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open it. Uh, not, 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 not you, dear. The, uh, the, the other one. You. You're the tiger, correct? Me? Yes, you. <laughs> God. Your Shade Ripper had the job for the spider, correct? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. This is yours. This is your payment. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank I nudge her. I'm like, pick it up. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. What can I get you? Would you want did you, anything to drink? Yes, drinks all around. Excellent. Just some water for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good. Yes, here. Here's some water. And what'll you two be having? Drinks. I'll get you our strongest drinks. Thank you. And I'm gonna <laughs> usher Tora to like an empty table. You all find a table towards the middle back of the tavern, and the innkeep brings the drinks to you. And uh, you all are pretty much alone. It's kind of quiet in the tavern right now. It's early morning. Okay. By the time you get to the tavern. Can I open the pouch? Yep. You open the pouch. Inside is a collection of gems. Whoa. That's it? There's nothing else? There's a collection of large gems that are expertly cut and look very valuable. Uh, Maxine moves the gems around and is looking for, like, a paper or a mark or something on it. All right, roll me an investigation. Can I do an arcana on it? Sure. Plus zero. Glad Glad you looked it up. Glad I looked it up. Fourteen. All right, you find no paper, no sigil, no nothing. Maxine kind of pushes the gems away from her and sits back and is, like, annoyed. That's character development. I was just going to say, that's so not what Maxine would do with gems. I got a uh, 16 to Arcana. Usually not, but I think at this point she's so caught up in figuring out who the fuck is doing this and she wants to get to the bottom of it that she's, like, doesn't even care about the gems anymore. She cares about figuring out who did it. The secrets are more important. Yeah. That was a 16 to Arcana packs. Yep. The gems don't seem magical in nature at all. They seem like they're pretty rocks. Okay. So I don't know what to do with these things. <laughs> I lean forward and I'm like, these can be converted into gold, which you can spend on things. Again, we've had the conversation of gold, right? You know what gold is. 
Yeah. Yes. So these are like, if you took a bunch of gold and smushed it together, this is like a pretty version of that. (laughs) But you can take this other places and they will give you gold in return. And then you can spend that on other things. Do we know what kind of currency they use here in the Enclave? Maybe the currency is the gem. Seems like gems. This is the first that you've had some sort of transaction with anyone. So this would be your first taste of enclave currency. When you were going around the market, you didn't really see any any money changing hands. Remember when you you went to go get a few things, they just gave them to you. They didn't ask for payment. Okay, so it seems like this gave us nothing. So the only thing that we can, we've got out of this is a voice ID. So I think the next step is to walk around and talk to people and see if we can find that voice. Sure. <laughs> How many people are here in the Enclave? If you had to guess, you haven't seen everyone all at once, but you guess at any given time there are a few hundred people here. Yes, let's just talk to every single one of them. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But without being able to, uh, you know, see their faces, you can't peg if this is the same hundred people that you saw the last time you here. You were here. Why don't we... Has anyone said the name The Wraith out loud yet? To anyone here? Here in the Enclave? Yeah. Not to my knowledge. I believe so. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back up to the barkeep. Okay. Need another drink? I actually need... Uh, a little bit of information. Can you help me? Sure. I'm looking for someone who goes by the name The Wraith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you tell me who that is? No, I... I... Can you point you, me in their direction? You, ha- you can't tell me who it is. You haven't been here very long, have you? No. We don't really chum around with each other so much. We kind of come, get our jobs, do what needs to be done, and you know, get paid. That's that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I'm also trying to get paid, and I like wink at her. She does nothing. Okay. Because um, you can't see the wink from under the hood that ooh, you're wearing. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I see, and there's your intelligence score. Welcome Welcome to the first candidate for Village Idiot this week. That's fair. That's valid. And I accept that. I'm like, I am also trying to get paid. I just say it weird. <laughs> Are you okay? I mean, the job board just is... say, like, I'm also trying to get paid. Wink, wink. <laughs> I just say out loud, wink, wink. You wink first, physically, and then yeah. you realize you can't see, and then you say wink, wink. Wink. The job board's right over there. So, so, I mean, the more jobs you do, the better you get paid. You don't know anyone, you don't know of anyone named the Wraith. That goes by the Wraith. No, I, I, I don't know anyone by the Wraith. Can I roll an insight? Sure. You're going to roll with disadvantage because you can't see their I face. can't see your face. Well, I mean, that's valid because facial cues give a lot. I know my yeah. face gives a lot away. Yeah, but a voice can give a lot away, too. Smoking I roll high. That is a dirty 20. All right. Is that what we're calling unnatural 20s, dirty 20s? That's what I call it. I love it. So you it. rolled a... 18 plus 2. 18 plus 2. What was your low roll? 
Oh, I forgot. Disadvantage there, oh. honey. Natural 20! <laughs> so, the dirty 20 is my low one. You, <laughs> you have an inkling that they might not be telling the full truth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I know we all like to get paid here. Is there anyone I could maybe persuade with information? And I'm going to say I took some of the gems from the bag retroactively for this inf- for this bit. And I'm going to put a few of the gems like kind of in front of me on the table. Um, right. just those are mine. You don't know what they are. Hush. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even ask. I swiped him. Swiper, no swiping. Are you trying to bribe me for information about our organization? Not about the organization. Why? About how to find this very specific member of the organization. I don't need to know their name. I just need to know where I can find them. I'll I'll tell you this. If you want to... They cock their head to the side a little bit as if they're thinking about their words very carefully. Can I roll a persuasion for doing that, though? Like, I feel like that would require a persuasion roll. You're Shh. saying I'm good at persuasion. Yeah, yeah, let's let's roll that persuasion. Do I have disadvantage again? Uh, yes. Okay, that's a 19. That's a 2, but I have... Uh, Plus 12 persuasion, so that's a 14. All right. Jesus Christ. You, let, let me tell you this. If you want to draw the attention of individuals here, you should do your best to prove yourself. And one job isn't going to do it. So, might I suggest, and they gesture grandiosely, the job board. Thank you. And I scoop the gems up because she did not give me enough information to warrant a fucking gem. And I walk back over to the table. As you look down, you notice that the gems are gone. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Basically, what you're saying is, is that we just have to perform a shit ton of side quests before we can get this main quest going. Yeah, basically. Or maybe the main quest will be revealed by a side quest. Maybe you're already in the main quest. I know we're in the and main And there quest. are no side quests. Fine. Let's look at this job board. <sighs> okay, you look at the job board for the first time since arriving, and you notice that it's changed slightly. Where before it was a plain wooden board that kind of stuff was tacked up on, it seems that it looks a little nicer now. Weird. It has a nice border on it. The paper seems like it's of better quality, and the, the writing on the jobs is of better quality. Weird. It's like we did the introductory job, and now we're, like, in the club. I just have this really fun theory that I want to throw out there. I think Emily's husband is the wraith. Or Maxine's husband, not Emily. You're, obviously. Yeah, it's me, your dungeon master. I've been the wraith the whole time. Regardless, you will be the wraith, no matter. I think Maxine's husband's the wraith. No, but that would be funny. I think it is. It's me! And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) I don't even know Oh my god! I did this all for you, you don't even know who I am, fuck. (laughs) 
Um, what are some of these jobs there? Yeah, let us know. Uh, so some of these jobs, they look a little more lucrative than the ones that you saw on the board before. These jobs seem to be more... How do I put this? Uh, they're jobs to silence individuals, it looks like. So one is to track down a disgraced member of the Order. One is to silence some individuals talking about a desecrated tomb. And there's one that is talking about crowd control and research opportunities in Fellows. Let's do that one. (laughs) Wait, no. I think we should do the disgraced one because then we can find out some information like why were they disgraced? What do they know? That's fair. I mean, talking to someone else who, talking to someone who has, like, left the organization might be nice. Yeah. What's this desecrated tomb thing? Is that all the information there is? I have a quick question. When you say silence, you mean kill, right? It says silence. It doesn't say how to silence them. It doesn't say kill. It doesn't say bribe. It doesn't say... Okay, so we could, like, give them money? Cut their tongue out. (laughs) I like how you say money and Justin says cut their tongue out. Like at the same <laughs> so we time. give yeah. them money, so we cut their tongue out. <laughs> this is actually Pax and Maxine talking at the job yeah. board. Absolutely in character. Yep, two completely <laughs> different directions. Love it. Ah, so we can we can just give them some of the gems that we just got, and bada bing, bada boom, we're done. Sure. Or I can give them one of my many tapestries. that I carry with me. Does it say anything about the tomb thing? The tomb is... uh, It looks like there are some individuals who are causing trouble in Ilar's birth talking about a desecrated tomb. I wonder who that is. (laughs) It doesn't give you much information other than the names of the people. What are the names of the people? Well, see, here's the thing, is that these jobs, they're written on this magical parchment so that it kind of obscures some of the bigger details until you actually take the job. So that it's not, like, leading you in a direction. Like a railroad or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Because I think that that desecrated tomb is... I dreamed in, and that... Spoilers! We did that. How is it spoiling? Like, I, we can say what we think, and then in character, what we would pick. That's metagaming. I don't think it is. I think we're on a podcast and we need to talk about it. <laughs> well, wait, how can you avoid metagaming when we're literally playing a, a campaign that takes place concurrent with another campaign that we were in? Like, how do you avoid metagaming? Maybe Maxine would want to go into the tomb because there would be valuables there. Why don't you give me a off. second to roleplay how I would want to do this? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put words in Maxine's mouth. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just speaking out loud. As I'm just like, you know, philophysizing or whatever. Philophysizing? Shut up! Can we get a t-shirt that says I'm just philophysizing with a falafel under it? Ah! I can't talk words. I'm in so much pain. Hey, what does falafel look like, Emily? (laughs) Falafel-sizing? I can't speak. (laughs) I'm like crying. I'm laughing so hard. 
What's the word I was trying to say? You just started our whole new merch line. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't remember. What word am I trying to say? Anyway, I'm just... <laughs> well, now I can't say it. Well, <laughs> sufficing. There you go. <laughs> God, I couldn't get it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't keep you couldn't keep yourself from saying falafel sizing again. <laughs> anyway, that's what I was just doing. I was just talking. Just say think. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking out loud as a person, not as a character. I was just trying to figure out what those jobs could mean. Yes, I think Maxine personally is most interested in the tomb one and the what was the other one I liked? The dude. The the dude. Silence the dude. Uh, yeah, taking down yes, a, the ex member. Yeah, the disgraced member. I like the disgraced member because I feel like we can get a lot. I of... like the disgraced member too. Yeah, man, I knew there was a joke. I couldn't get there fast enough. That's what she said. So I've got the disgraced member and you got a disgraced member. The... <laughs> <laughs> God, Nathan, let me get through it. And the grave, desecrated grave, tomb, tomb, same fucking thing. No. Yes. Mostly because, one, I think getting a bunch of, like, kids to stop talking about the desecrated tomb is fine. We can do that easily. And I want to talk to the ex-member just because I want to question him. Hmm. And then give him money to not talk about it and send him on his way. What are the details about the crowd control one other than fellows? Anything that we can see? There's a lot that's blurred out. Ah. There's, like, a big old chunk that's just blurred out. Feel like redactions. <laughs> can Emily say? I think the crowd control one is about the shade pocket, but the shade isn't for like three more weeks. I don't think so. Yeah, because we had to wait and whittle around for two weeks and fuck around before we went to Fellows after we left Grandpa Milo's pad. Well, maybe that's what we'd have to do here. It doesn't say a date. Can we? Can we see a date? Nope. Man, I love magic. <laughs> Let's go with the the disgraced guy. Does it give a location for the disgraced person? Uh, where it would say the location, it's blurred out. For fuck's sake! Just, just take that one. I think we all agree we at least want to talk to the ex-member, so let's get that one down first. As a bounty hunter, I really like that. Yep, let's do it. All right, you take that job. To, who Who grabs it down? Not me this time. I'll take Me. it if you want. No? Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Pax goes for it slowly, and then Maxine just goes, ha-cha! Ha-cha! <laughs> yep. As you look at the paper, you see that you are headed for the Cloistered Peaks. Mm. Whoa. That's far. And you are trying to take out someone known to the Order as the Squirrel. I got an awful feeling that this is the tabaxi. Nah, it's a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel. He's a cat. Cat chases squirrels. There we go. Squirrel secret girl. squirrel. Oh, secret squirrel. Squirrel girl. That's a Marvel character that hasn't been made yet that needs to happen. Squirrel girl. She's in a lot of the uh, cartoons. So I think before we leave, we should also take a second one down. So we've got two jobs. Can we do that? I think we, there's three of us. I uh, can't take another one, but I think one of you can. As you look at the 
the job, you get all of the information, and then the after a certain amount of time, the parchment disintegrates and the light goes into your pommel. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm good. Y'all's pommels are clear, baby. So we can take one of each. There are three. Yeah, let's take. Let's each take the remaining ones. Well, these are just the most interesting ones. I mean, there's one for like... There's one for a cabbage cart? No. I'll take the crowd control one. Okay. So for yours, Tora, you grab the parchment down and you look at the information therein. And there is a shade pocket coming up soon. Aha! That needs bodies there for crowd control and also some bodies for just general research tasks. Oh my god, that'll put us in the same place as our actual characters. It doesn't give you a lot more information other than it just says general research tasks, but uh, it does list that there's some arcana involved, so if you are not arcanally inclined, arcanely inclined, then you'd be put on the crowd control. Aren't all three of us arcanely inclined? Yeah. Yeah. Different levels of the arcane, but we all know the arts. Yes. (laughs) So the parchment uh, fizzles out and the light goes into your pommel. Pax? I take the disgraced tomb one. All right. You pull the disgraced tomb. Desecrated. Desecrated. Yeah. Yeah. Disgraced. Disgraced disgraced member of the... (laughs) Remember disgraced member. That was the joke. That's the joke. Yeah, this is a desecrated tomb. So there, uh, it's in Ilar's birth, and there are a few individuals. It looks like they are mantles that need to be need to stop talking about stuff about this tomb. Give us the names. Talking to you of the mantles. <laughs> it says you, you said they had names listed, but you couldn't tell us the names yet. Well. Wouldn't you know, one of the names is... He's pulling up. <laughs> Fantasy name generator. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. One of the names is uh, Siren Morheis. And the other name is... Derek. <laughs> <laughs> what? Derek. <laughs> There's an apostrophe in there. D-E apostrophe R-E-K. Got it. D-Rick. D-Rick. <laughs> D-Rick. D-Rick. There's no last name listed, though. Got it. But they are human. And they are both obsidian mantles. Ooh. So this is... Those are the executioner guys. They're the shitty ones. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're the, they're the shitty copper mantles. Mm, I think we know how to silence them. <laughs> so you look at the parchment and it uh, disintegrates and the light goes into your Shade Ripper. Also, for the uh, fellow's job, the Shade Pocket will be taking place in three weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, right. so we have to wait on yours because it's going to take too long. Mine's really far away. Where is Pax's? Illar's birth. That's closer than the Cloister Peaks, right? Much. Yes. Okay. Much closer. So let's go to Ilar's birth and do Pax's first, and then we can go to mine in Cloister Peaks. By the time it's done with that, it's three weeks, and we can do the other one. How far is the Cloister Like, how long does it take to get there? Man, so long. We can get um, a carriage. Well, here's the thing about the Cloistered Peaks. You can't. <laughs> He's 
putting a moratorium on my carriage ordering. Now, here's the thing about the cloistered peaks, remember, is that you can ride through the peaks, through uh, tunnels that go actually under the, the peaks themselves. But in order to get to the tops of the cloistered peaks where the monks live, you actually have to take those paths by foot. Okay, well, we can still get a carriage, like, to as far as we can, and then switch to foot. Yeah, you'd have to go to Ada's Bounty, and then you'd be <gasps> able to go by foot. My home! Yeah! That'd be fun to go That's to Ada's Bounty. Uh, Circle of All's your home. Circle of All. Oh, yeah. I keep getting those confused. But, so I feel like we should do that one last, because that's going to take the longest. Yeah, it's going to take more than, like, longer than I think it is, I think. Um, hey, I'm bad at understanding time. Um, okay, so, yes, let's do Pax's first, and then come back, dig around, and do Torres, and then we'll do Maxine. All right. So, would you like to do anything else here while you're in the, uh, in the Enclave? Is there anything that you'd like to... Procure. I was going to say purchase, but you don't purchase. You procure it. Anything you're looking for specifically? Do you all want any... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right adjective for it. There's some good-looking gear around. It's not a shopping episode if you don't have to buy it. Is there, like... Out of curiosity, is there, like, an exchange where we can exchange the gems for... Gold? You... Did not see anything like that here in the Enclave. Uh, roll me a history check, someone. Natural 20. Sweet. Well, I don't need history checks from either of you two. I got a 23. <laughs> 21. Pax, you recall the last time that you were here, you overheard someone mentioning that... Someone, someone was griping because they had just finished a job and got paid in gems, and they wanted gold. And you heard this individual talking to one of the more elder members of the, the order, and you heard them say that they trade in gems because they're harder to trace than gold is. Makes sense. And so if you want your gold, you sell it outside the Enclave. Which we're totally going to have to do in order to get to Ilar's birth. Yeah. Perhaps. So I have, a, th- I have a, a question for Nate. Yeah. Can anybody use the teleportation hub? Or, like, can you buy a ticket? Or is it something that only, like, certain people are allowed to use? You have to purchase tickets to where you want to go. But you, the only place that you can't buy a ticket to is straight to Intepa. Those have to be um, specifically... Yeah, because it's the government. There. Yeah, they have to be... They, they are provided by uh, consuls and those who are working with the consuls. So we could theoretically get tickets to add as bounty. That too. But I meant like... I was thinking like we can... Can't we go to the teleportation hub that we got... <laughs> that I set fire to outside and... Uh, Go to, what's the place? Ilar's birth. Yeah, above. That's but it what was I meant to say that. earlier. <laughs> yeah. The archives? The archives does not have a. No, I meant, I meant, isn't there, there is a teleportation hub in Ilar's birth? 
There's one in Elar's birth. There's one in Gizmoboro. Yeah. That is where we went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we can get it like a ticket to Elar's birth. Well, where you are, you're kind of equidistant between the Grotty Tower of uh, Gizmoboro and Elar's birth. So we you know what, Nathan? <laughs> the other boroughs that have Grotty Towers are the Mithril Peninsula has one. Mm-hmm. And the Foothills of the Hammer. Mm-hmm. And the Harbor mm-hmm. Coast has one. Mm-hmm. And then the Cloistered Peaks does have a Grotty Tower, but it's in the southernmost part of the Cloistered Peaks, or the, the, the westernmost point of the Cloistered Peaks. And it's more commonly used to get to the Barony of Talaria than it is to actually climb the peaks. Does it say where in the peaks we need to go for that one? Yeah. So the location in the Cloistered Peaks you need to go is in the range that is inhabited by the monks of the uh, souls of the Awoken. And it's the central peak that you need to get to. So, like, how the fuck do we really get there? Like, like what needs to happen? You know that you need to have a guide monk actually take you to where you need to go. Okay. Uh, no, one is, no one is allowed in the cloistered peaks without a monk guide. How do we do that? You have to procure one. How? You have to rent one. I'm assuming that there's <laughs> there like are, there are ways entry to get up. points. Is there like either... a rental booth? Like when you walk into like I'm the assuming border? there are entry points. We can either go to the Harbor Coast or at his bounty, and I'm assuming, and we can find a tavern and be like, hey, where we get one of those monks. <laughs> rent a monk. He got any more of those monks? And they'll uh, send us to a monk booth. <laughs> Yeah, the gross. Monk booth. Like when I went to India and I had to rent a guy to like drive me and my grandma and her friend to places. Yeah. It makes me feel weird. Yeah, it's very weird. But similar. <laughs> like I actually rented a human being. It makes me feel really gross. Maxine did to drive our carriage. Mm. Think of it as hiring a guide. Sure. Hiring a chaperone. Because really that's more of how it is. It's true. Uh, They are more for chaperones. The monks don't want you to basically fuck their shit up. But they (laughs) wouldn't put it that way. Fair enough. I feel like in India as well, like hiring a person to take you around is also more as like hiring a guide and a person who can like making sure you're not like being shitty while you're like out doing stuff and somebody you can ask questions to if you need. Like, Well, he didn't come with us anywhere except like he would drop us off at our hotel. He dropped us off at our hotel, went to stay with someone, and then would come and pick us up the next day when it was time to leave. That was literally mm-hmm. all he did. But I think if you wanted to talk to him, you could have. I did uh, while we were driving. Yeah. We talked a lot. Yeah. I think He's that's nice their guy. purpose. He took, me to, <laughs> he took me to his cousin's house to go get henna. Like, actually her house. Love it. Like, not like a place, but you go, like, a professional yeah. salon or some shit. Like, I went yeah, to this like dude's, like, cousin's house. I love it. Sat in her living room. Pax, roll me a history check. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> Natural 20. Stop it with that shit. You recall in your early bounty hunting days that you know someone who works as a guide to get people to the, um, the range of the souls of the Awoken. So you know a guy. You know a guy. <laughs> I know, I a, know guy. a guy. Okay, so how long does it take us to get to Ilar's birth from here? 
It will not take you that long. Bye. It'll take you less time than it took you to get here from the spider silk factory and fellows. So half a day. Okay, so let's get a carriage and go. Does it say where exactly to go? Yeah, it states the the streets and everything. Um, gotcha. But, you know, since this is a city continent, I don't name every single street. <laughs> it, it is very near to the Grotti Tower, though. Okay. So, you hire a carriage, you exit the... On- oh, do, that's what I was asking. Did you all want to procure anything for your journeys? Oh, yeah, your yeah, tasks? yeah. I want... Is there, like, a, a booth that sells poisons? They don't sell poison. They just give it to you. Well, you you know what I mean. Is there is there a place that is there an apothecary? Yes, a place I can procure poison. You you see a tent that has floating candles outside, and there are a bunch of floating planters that have like I creeping vines falling or flowing off the sides of them, and uh, there are toadstools and everything at the base of the tent. You hear a uh, cat meowing and some other small creatures, small amphibians croaking. There are kitties in Lanomora? They're kitties. <laughs> Cats exist in this world, noted. Canon. If tigers do, I'm assuming littler ones do. <laughs> yeah. You see and hear the makings of the best apothecary tent that you've been to. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go in there. What'll you have? What do you got? Everything. We've got poisons. We've got uh, filters. We have potions. Galore. What do you want? Tell me about your poison. Our poisons. They're bad. They're bad for you. Don't drink them yourself. Put them on your blades. Give them to people in their <laughs> drinks. You're fun. What kind of poisons do you have? I have the bad poisons. I have the very bad poisons. I have the deadly poisons. I have the poisons that'll give you the shits. I got everything. What do you want? <laughs> Let me see the deadly poison selection. Here you go. And they uh, bring out a box and open it up. And it's a, it's a long box with a bunch of different vials in it. And they scoop up a bunch of the vials and put them down on the table and lay them out. Like they do this all the time. Like, you know how mm-hmm. people do those sleight of hand card tricks? Yeah. And they're real... Real good with a deck of cards. This guy's been practicing with these bottles and does a similar thing. Cool. Uh, We've got your sleeping poisons. We've got your permanent sleeping potions. We've got poisons. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, We've got your uh, throw up, your vomit, and your diarrhea over here. And we've got your blindness. And we've got your... uh, Oh, blindness and deafness. See, it does both. Let me... Have a couple of your permanent sleep poisons, please. And I will also take a few of the blindness deafness. Well, you see, we do have a limit on the number of poisons you can take in a day. Mm. Okay, what's the limit? Uh, It's two per customer. Okay, can I have... Mm, I'm going to take two of the permanent sleep poisons. Okay, do you want ingested or do you want contact? One of each. (laughs) Yeah, can I have one of each? Absolutely. And yeah. they, uh, they rival through all the potions and poisons and go, all right, one contact and one ingestion. Here you go. Have a great day. Anything else I can do for you? I, Wait, I that's would it? Like... Ah. Oh, yes, hello. More yeah. customers. Come in, come in. The tent has plenty of room. Is there a poison that makes someone permanently mute? 
permanently mute. You know, I haven't thought of that one. <laughs> well, let me try something right now, real quick. Hold on one second. They turn around. You hear a bunch of clattering and moving of things around. You, no, not that. No, no. Okay, well, okay. And they turn around and they set a mortar and pestle down. And they look at the, the poison and say, Well, if I take some of this of this uh, permanent sleep potion, and I put it in the mortar and pestle, bloop, 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 and I <laughs> mix it around with some of this uh, uh, frog tongue, you see, and then put a little bit powdered iron. Yes, good, good. And, uh, hmm, it needs something else. <sighs> they take a big, long whiff of the aroma coming out of the mortar and pestle. And they go, blah, blah, blah. Almost there. Let's see. What does it need? What does it need? Ah. And they slam their hand down on the table. I have it. And they uh, go and they get a chest from behind the table that they're standing at. And they open it up real, real sneaky-like. And they pull out a small vial, about a quarter of the size of the poison vials. And they say, do you know what this is? Anyone? Anyone? They hold it up real close to your eyes. Liquid luck. Just kidding. Hemotentia. <laughs> uh, you look at the vial, it doesn't look like there's anything in there. Uh, trick. Air. You're all wrong. Okay, well, secret's mine then. I won't tell you. Uh, they <laughs> pop the, the lid off of the vial, and as soon as they pop the lid off, the vial fills with light, and they pour it into the the mortar and pestle and say, yes, good, perfect. And they mix it all up with the rest of the ingredients. And then they use the, uh, the spout of the, uh, the mortar. Which one's the mortar? Which one's the pestle? Mortar is the bowl. The bowl and the pestle is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They take the mortar and they uh, pour it into a clean vial and they shake it up a little bit. And you see it like kind of like a glow stick. When you shake it, it glows. Say, yes, that should work. Permanent muteness. I'm going to have to add this to my repertoire and my inventory. Here you go. Would you like anything else? How many doses will that, how many people will that work on? Or do they have to ingest the whole thing? Well, they'll have to ingest the whole thing. It should be just the one dose. Okay. But if it doesn't work, do let me know. If it does work, do let me know. If it does work, do let me know as well. Let me know whatever you find. You're my research assistant now. Hello. <laughs> you get paid nothing. <laughs> we don't do that here. Do you have any truth serums? Truth serums? Hmm. Well, do you want uh, a big truth, a little truth, or uh, just, uh, uh, you know, just a little truth? A whole lot of truth. A whole lot of truth. Well, I tell you what, I don't have that, but I do have absolute truth. Okay. <laughs> How's that strike you? Very, uh, very much. It strikes me very much. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, see, you haven't had the truth yet. So, anyway, here you go. Can I handle the truth? I don't know, can you? Ha <laughs> ha! Take some of that and let me know. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Okay, I'll take two. No, don't, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'll, I mean, I'll take them, not, not ingest them. Oh, ha! <laughs> A jokester. It reminds me of the guy in the beginning of Aladdin. Reminds me of a carnival barker. Yep. Yeah. 
Sky Captain of Yesteryear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any, anything else I can do you for? No? No? No, I think we got all the poisons we need. Okay, great. Toodaloo. <laughs> get out of my booth. Get out of my tent. <laughs> can I go get some daggers? Yes, you can. You hear the telltale tink, tink, tink of a, uh, a blacksmith striking the hammer against the anvil. Hello. Yep. Ugh. Hold on. I knew it was going to be a voice ping, like that. Ping, ping, ping. <laughs> Nathan did this once. These are real noises. These are real noises. Cataloged them. <laughs> Just like Animal Crossing. <laughs> what? Um, mm. Excuse <clears throat> Excuse me. Talk through it. Talk through it. All right. There we go. What, 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 how can I help you? What do you want? I would like to procure some daggers. Excellent. Ah, uh, they're around the rack right over there. Take what you want. How many can I take? Uh, they're daggers. I can whip up a dozen of those in an hour, so it really doesn't matter. I'm going to take six. Great. Thank you. It, yep. Anything, anything else? Are those daggers good for throwing? Why didn't you give it a, a whirl? We've got a... Yeah, they're a ranged weapon. A dagger is not necessarily a ranged weapon. Uh, it has a thrown property. It has a thrown property, but it's not like a throwing knife. It's like, not a throwing knife, no. Like, throwing knives are specific things. I was going to ask for them as well. Uh, you can try those daggers out on that dummy out back if you want. See how it feels. I'm going to lean in and kind of be like, do you got any throwing knives? Well, if you throw a dagger, it's a thrown knife, is it not? It is, but I, I was wondering if you got anything smaller, easier to conceal. Ah, uh, I'm sure I can whip something up. How many do you want? Six, if you do not mind. Twelve, total. Uh, okay, it'll be a half an hour. I turn around and look at Vag's like, rude. <laughs> well, you said six. I want six, too. I was thinking, like, I wanted something like what May does in Avatar. Mm-hmm. That was what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. She has those, like, they always look like darts, but, but like, metal darts. Like daggers, almost. Well, you know, there is a a dart in the player's handbook. Yeah, but I like daggers. Daggers sound cooler. Okay. <laughs> can I go practice? Yeah, you can practice. Go for it. Go to the dummy. While they're waiting. It's like a half hour, right? I want practice. Okay, roll me a ranged spell attack, or a ranged uh, weapon attack, sorry. Natural 20. <laughs> All right, you throw a dagger and it goes clean through the head of the dummy. Damn. It embeds in the, uh, in one of the posts of the building behind it. Oh, great. Now I need to get a new dummy head. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, that was fun. I'm going to do one more. Do it. <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right. You throw the second dagger at the dummy and it hits the, the dummy flat in the chest. That's what would happen if Nicole tried to do that in real life. <laughs> it's nice to see both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it shows well-roundedness. Yeah. So uh, you continue practicing, and uh, the the blacksmith puts together the uh, throwing knives 
in record time. It takes 28 minutes to do 12. Cool. Well, here you go. Let me know how they work. I, I did my best. I pick one up and I throw it at a dummy. Do it. Roll me that ranged attack. 13. All right, you, your throwing knife embeds solidly in the chest of the dummy with a, a nice thud. It goes about two inches in. Good to know a nat 20 is a headshot. <laughs> well, it's a head obliteration. <laughs> nice. Good to know. Okay. I think I'm good. I can't think of anything else I would need. Yeah, let's go. Let's get on the road. Let's blow this enclave. You leave the enclave. You uh, get back into the onto the uh, surface streets, and you find a carriage. It's the same carriage driver that took you to Fellows. Unfortunately, you've caught them drunk this time. Not just kind of drunk, all drunk. Let's go <laughs> back to Fellows, right? Do we want no. this guy driving no. our carriage? Fellows, we go. No, 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 no. Anyone no, else no. know how to drive a carriage? Uh, Maxine does not. I could give it a shot. <laughs> I am not proficient in any vehicles. Nope, I cannot give it a shot. <laughs> hey, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Can you sit up front with him and make sure he doesn't kill us? Hmm, his eyes are closed right now. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Tora's not even getting in the carriage. She's like, absolutely not. Do you all watch as he drives away towards Fellows? Cool. Yeah, let's find another mode of transportation. Should we report that, or...? <laughs> we'll probably get pulled over by some mantles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? You find a slightly less drunk carriage driver. Okay. Where are you all going? Hmm? Come Close. here. Come in, Come into my carriage. I'll take you there. <laughs> I have a... <laughs> I love this guy. I have a quick question. Does cure wounds cure drunkness? No. Damn. I was totally about to use that spell on this guy to make him sober. Who, me? This guy? Or the other guy? <laughs> I'm gonna... I am gonna give him a cup of water. <laughs> Hey, what's this? Is this fire water? Yep. Mmm. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Do you want a sandwich, maybe? Mm. <laughs> no. I have grapes. Grapes? You could have some grapes. Are they liquid grapes? What? And they turn around and look at you and they've just got a bunch of grapes okay. that they're holding. <laughs> they bite... Perfect. The, the the bunch like in the middle as if you were eating an apple eating an apple <laughs> and you see that they got some stem too let's go all right that's good enough for me are those grapes making him drunker <laughs> no <laughs> well it remains to be seen maybe keep an eye on those yeah Pax you sit up front make sure he doesn't kill us and let's go and we're going to Ilar's birth. Yep. So you head towards Ilar's birth. You get there maybe a little slower than uh, you would have liked. 
you you manage to to doze a bit in the carriage. It is nighttime, but you arrive in Ilar's. You took the red eye to Ilar's birth. <laughs> so yeah, you manage to get a few Z's if you choose to do so, and you awake at dawn near the Grotty Tower in Ilar's birth. Nice. And it said that the the paper said and. You remember, because you have the, the dagger, the, the Shade Ripper, the Obsidian Mantles are stationed in the East Checkpoint. Now I have a question. Yes. What did it say that we had to do to them? It said that they were talking about a desecrated tomb and that they needed to stop doing that. Okay. I know one way to stop it. And these are obsidian mantles. So they are not only the bad copper mantles, but they are angry, generally, and pretty violent, and not really ones to stop. Got it. So you know it's going to be pretty difficult, no matter what you do. If you try to silence them in whatever way, it's, gonna, it's not going to be a walk in the park. Tongues it is. Poison. <laughs> I say we use the poison. I'm saving my poison for the my, the guy that's in the peaks. That's why I got it. Yeah, I got two kinds of poisons. I got two different ones. I could just go up and be like, hey, I just want to, I'm wanting to thank the, the poison gray. What? <laughs> Black. The poison black, and I just like <laughs> shake both of their hands. No, I guess it'd have to be on my hands. I have a glove on, and it's on the glove, and I shake their hands. They probably have gloves on too. I give them coffees <laughs> that have the poison in it. What do you think? They're cops. We should give them donuts. They're not cops, they're obsidians. Yeah. Also, I'm now thinking about it, and I, I have one vial of poison, and I think it only kills one person. You have one of ingested and one of contact. Yes, but I think if I use the ingested one and I split it in two for two coffees, it's not going to kill them. So... I think if I'm trying to kill someone with the ingested poison, they have to drink the whole vial, correct? You did not ask. Can I roll something like in an arcana or an insight or anything? Maybe like... Uh, I've worked with poison before. How's about a medicine check? Ooh, there you go. (laughs) It's kind of anti-medicine, but yeah. How many apps have you had up since you last pulled up your... 16. That's what I got, not how many apps have I had up. (laughs) (laughs) You know that you've got to give them the full full dose. The full business. Mm -hmm. Got it. So I can't do that. I'd have to use both of my poisons to take both of these people down. Your poison is permanent sleep? Yeah, it's death. (laughs) Or just, like, Sleeping Beauty, like they're actually sleeping. You're not quite sure. The Carnival Barker Apothecary seemed to kind of be going back and forth between funny names that he thought were funny and actual names. So you're not quite sure if these are, like, Sleeping Beauty poisons or if they are permadeath poisons. He said he had sleep poisons and permanent sleep poisons, is what he called them. Yes. So, like, one would make someone go to sleep for a little bit, and the other would make them go to sleep 
Even if it does make them go to sleep, we can stab them while they sleep. Jesus Lord. That's very Drew of you to say. I was just going to say that's such a Drew thing to say. I thought that was a very Emily thing to say, considering <laughs> I said it. I'm not yeah. kidding. I'm just, I feel like that's, it, either way, it's going to be helpful. If only we could pull like a princess bride situation, give them two cups of coffee, one with the poison in it and one without. Yes. Yeah, Make but, them. But what do you got to do with the contact one? You just throw it at him? It has to like touch them. So like, were if I were wearing a glove and I had it on my hand, I could shake someone's bare hand and it would transfer. It would. How transfer. about you have a glove on, right? And then you go up to one of them and you just like touch their cheek and you're like, "Aren't you so handsome?" Or like something stupid like that. They're obsidian mantles. I don't think they're gonna like that. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna like any of it. I like think about going up to like a cop in a, in America on the street and touching their face and being like, you're so cute. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just like beat the shit out of you and charge you <laughs> with murder. How do we know they're not wearing gloves or are? Well, we, I just said they probably are. Maybe we go and we talk to them and we invite them to some sort of like party. <laughs> Come to my house party. <laughs> a tea party. Not tea party. I'm try- I was going to say some sort of like banquet or something, but I don't think they would come to something like that. Very Maxine of you to assume that there's a banquet nearby. I know. We're having what a kegger. It- I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a kegger. We're having a, a party. There's going to be hella drinks. So now you need to plan a party. No, when they Elar's get there, birth. we're going to kidnap them. We tell them it's at this place, we go to the place, and then we wait, and then when they get there, we jump them. And then we tie them up, and we question them, and we stalk them, and then probably kill them. Emily pours one of the poisons on one of them, and then shoves the other one down the other one's throat. Got it. Yeah. I need to put the vial in one of them's mouth, and then punch them in the mouth so it breaks. Are we good guys? I don't think anyone's ever determined that. <laughs> what are y'all's alignments? Heroes. I know it doesn't matter. Heroes alignment. <laughs> Mine's chaotic good. So I'm pretty sure if we were playing Fable right now, you'd have some devil horns. Me? All of y'all. <laughs> so, what is their job in the Grotty Tower? Where are they exactly stationed? They're stationed on the east checkpoint. They are basically enforcers of the checkpoint. If anyone falls out of line in the uh, the holding chamber, they are authorized to uh, do what needs to be done. To, you know, make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, uh, let's just go see them. Let's invite them to a place for some sort of like party. We can even say it's some sort of like obsidian mantle party that we're throwing like just for them that might be or we could watch them and see when they get off and then we can do that that's fair instead of approaching them at the checkpoint for literally no reason i don't think it's no reason i have a plus 12 to performance i feel like i could lie my way out of that but like if we I, we can all, we can try both. If they say if they don't go for the party idea, then we just wait for when they get off work. Okay, steal them. <laughs> what do you think? 
Look at her packs. You seem to have it handled. Let's lie our way into this. Okay. I guess I'm the leader. Let's go. Party time. <laughs> okay, you head up to the eastern checkpoint and you are greeted by a copper mantle at the clerk's desk. Hello, how can I help you? Uh, we need to go into the grotty tower. Well, you wouldn't come through here, that's for sure. You go over there, go to the ticketing, and then you go through. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. Back up, and I want to talk to people, to turn to Pax and Tora and be like, where the fuck are we going? Are we trying to get through this gate? Before she before she leaves, I, I need to go up to the guy and I say, um, we're not here to get into the... Uh, the teleportation part of the tower. We're here to get into the holding cell area. We have to bail somebody out. They were looking at a uh, a book on the desk, and they said, "What? They, this is the first time they've looked at you. What do you? Why? 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 We're here to bail somebody out. We don't do that here. Can I look down the hallway and try to figure out?" What is what they do here at this? Because this is the Eastern Checkpoint. Can I figure out what they do here at the Eastern Checkpoint? Yeah. So this is... Oh, well. I was going to roll. We're going to roll for it. <laughs> we are playing a game. Yeah, we are playing a game. He just said the Obsidian Mantles are taking care of the holding cells. 13. They enforce if things get out of hand. So we need to get our way to the holding cell. So is this investigation? Yes. Um, okay, 13. Okay. So the copper mantle station of the Eastern Checkpoint seems to be, think of it like the customs office. So if you've got like magical items that you need to take with you, this is kind of where you get them checked and, um, you know, everything is kind of sorted out here. Uh, this is also where they would keep individuals who are, it's kind of like the TSA, let's say. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they need to, you know, do extra checks and stuff like that, they would bring them back into the offices. They've got a holding cell here for people who need to be detained um, short term. You know, that kind of stuff. So it, it's uh, customs and short term detainment. Um, I look. Yeah, so we need to get to the holding cell. I'm like, so sorry. Um, One second. I'm going to pull packs back to... The, to, like, the group huddle. And I'm going to be like, okay, the way we're going to get through here is if we have a magical item we're trying to check. Who has a magical item? You say, knowing full well you all have one. Yeah, do we want to give up our shit? Is she going to know what that is? Or is she just going to be like, okay, thanks? She see, I feel like she's just going to be like, okay, thanks. She doesn't seem like one to question we can't exactly give up our shade rippers that's kind of ridiculous no we're coming back to get like this is the place to check them so we can go in right it's where you would get them checked out and it would be cleared for you know your travel yeah so we get i'll get it back like i just we we go i'm like hey i just want I, I need to check this so that i can go through and then she will take it and look at it and then she'll give it back to me unless it gets red flagged in which case we can't get through that, and I don't think that's what he means by you can go through. I think he means, like, you check the magical item and then you're cleared to travel. 
we're not trying to travel. We're trying to get into that holding cell area, and that's not the way to go. We have to get through past her desk. To get to the holding cell area, not... Yes. And... But not, like... Not that... Okay, Nathan, I'm going to need you to full, to actually explain this, because you've confused all of us. All right. We're all saying different things. Please explain it better. Okay, so in Alari, when you're going to the Grotti Tower, imagine that it's an airport, because it basically is. So general boarding, you don't have any magical items, you can just walk right into the fucking airport. Like, you can just get right to your gate, no matter what you're carrying or anything. If you've got any magic items, you have to go through the copper mantle checkpoint. Which is where we are now. Which is where you are now. Okay. And so, this is where the obsidian mantles are through... The obsidian mantles are in this section of the... Okay. Of the Grotty Tower. Perimeter. Okay. By the holding cells, right? They have... So the way that it's set up is that you've got this this information desk that you're currently talking to. Mm-hmm. Directly to the right of that is where you would go if you've got magic items. You would wait in a queue until you are able to be seen. A copper mantle would check stuff out, make sure everything was good. And then once you are cleared, you can go through into the Grotty Tower proper. So go to your gate, basically. If you, so there's two separate sections. There's that section where it's like customs. Mm-hmm. It's like an L shape. Mm-hmm. That includes the information desk that you're currently at. And then the actual checking of your magic items. To the other side. So not connected to this L. There's a, another section where they would bring people in. If they were doing some shady shit inside of the gates itself. In the Grotty Tower. So they would bring them and they would hold them short term in the holding cells that you can't see from the checkpoint itself. So if we are trying to get to the holding cell, we have to get into the main Grotty Tower area as if we are going to catch a plane. Yes. Or you'd need to hop over a wall, basically. It's like, you know how everything's kind of open? We can't hop over a wall. What are you talking about? Not without being seen. We'll get thrown into the holding cell. It's yeah, all we like can't one, do that. It's all like one building. Yeah, exactly. So we can't do that. No wall of fire. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not going to put a wall of fire. God that God. would be the quickest way to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. So just go with me on this one. I just, I have an idea. So the names of the people were, one of them was Derek. Are we going with that? Was that legit? Yeah. Uh, Derek. Derek. It's spelled like Derek with an apostrophe. Do we know if either of them are human? Do we have that information? Uh, Derek is human. Okay, got this. All right, just go with this. <laughs> so I'm going to go up to the, the, the information lady. And I'm going to say, my friends didn't want to embarrass me, but uh, Derek is, is, I'm looking for him. Because I think he's my long-lost brother. And and I'm trying to surprise him. And I, can you just tell me, like, when he's off of his shift, possibly? Or if I can go visit him right now? Uh, roll me a persuasion. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what your persuasion bonus is, but whoa! Maxine's mouth just falls open. 19. Okay. 
And that's where we're going to end the episode this week. Thank you all so much for tuning in <laughs> to the Village Idiots podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope that you had a great time listening, <laughs> and I hope that my players had a great time playing. Uh, the Village Idiot this week. Man. Man. Nicole, you're really good at getting those clutch moments in last minute. I mean, that's... That was... That was Village Idiot worthy. That that warrants me being the village idiot. That wasn't stupid. That was good. That that was village idiot worthy. I'm not going to say whether it was good or bad, but it was village idiot worthy, and that is what fine. That's what I say. It was certainly something. Yeah. Fine. So, uh, I feel like she also kind of deserves a hero point for that. Yeah, <laughs> that was so <laughs> wild. That was pretty wild. So yeah, you've got a hero point. Um, <laughs> that's not even her skill set. <laughs> I'm also human. I could have done this. And she just walked right the fuck up. That's courage. She deserves a hero point. I've I've give I've given it. I've given it. Okay, good. So yeah, that that was find out next week if that persuasion failed or succeeded. Um I want the Crosnet information to be his sister. (laughs) So Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you want to reach out to us on social media to, uh, I don't know, just talk, where can they do that, Nicole? Yeah, they can do that on Twitter, at Village Idiot Pod. If you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiot's DM. And you can't find Jordan, for he is on paternity leave. He will return in season two of the Village Idiots podcast. We also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. Lots of cool stuff up there. Justin actually just uh, did a little bit of tweaking to the Village Idiots tally. Gave Nate gave Nate something on his Ooh, photo. I haven't it's seen really it. It's really cute. Yeah, go check it's that really out. Cute. Let me go check it out at www.villageidiotspodcast.com. Village Idiots Codpast. Codpast. <laughs> Codpast. We also, you should check out our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us, and new episodes come out every other Tuesday now. So stay tuned. (laughs) Yes, please stay tuned. Find out what happens next week on the Village Idiot podcast. See if Tora and her words out of left field. And her left field words can uh, <laughs> can get this crew through to the holding cell of the checkpoint. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Hope you listen later. Okay. Bye. I hate it. Bye. <laughs> Bye.